Welcome to the Marquette Memory Box Friday podcast. Friday is music, music, music in the memory box. We talk to musicians around Marquette about their latest sounds and sample some coming musical events. If you would like to share some tunes, send us a message and we'll get right back to you. These episodes are brought to you by the City of Marquette Arts and Culture Center, Peter White Public Library, and various Marquette County musicians and musical organizations. Now, let's open the memory box. episode of the Music Friday Memory Box, we sit down with Susan Devine, Executive Director of the Hiawatha Music Co-op. The Hiawatha Music Co-op is a nonprofit organized exclusively to provide and promote traditional music and dance, educate and inform society on traditional American music, and encourage the appreciation of such music through the facility of an annual traditional music festival. The 2020 Hiawatha Music Festival, which will mark the 42nd annual, was canceled due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Despite the hardship, the co-op has adapted to the times and continues to offer opportunities for meaningful engagement with the arts. This includes their weekly Live at the Fold virtual concert series, which is live streamed on their Facebook page every Thursday evening at 7 o'clock p.m., and their own festival and concurrent hashtag MyHiawatha initiative, where they are encouraging folks to share how they are keeping the Hiawatha spirit alive in their own backyards and circles in lieu of a full festival. This episode is brought to you by the City Marquette Arts and Culture Center, Peter White Public Library, and the Marquette Poets Circle. Without further ado, let's welcome Susan Devine to the Marquette Memory Box podcast. Hi, Susan. Thanks for sitting down with us. Good to be with you, Tristan. Thanks for inviting us to talk about Hiawatha. Of course. Yeah, so to kick things off, um, tell us a little bit, little bit about the history of the co-op itself. So the Hiawatha Music Co-op was started in 1979 um, by um, a group of young people in their 20s who had been to the Wheatland Music Festival and um, lived up here in the UP and thought that it would be great to bring traditional music to the UP in the form of a festival. Um, They incorporated themselves and uh, had some bake sales and raised some money and that was the birth of the Hiawatha Music Co-op. And the first festival was in 1979, and this year was to be our 42nd festival. And um, we've since grown um, into more than a festival, and we have um, traditional music events throughout the whole year now. That's awesome. So it did the festival and the co-op start up concurrently, or did it start as a festival and then they decided, yeah, we want to make this a nonprofit? They started concurrently, Um, so they were um, advised to incorporate themselves and file the Articles of Incorporation. Um, They came up with the bylaws that are still our bylaws of today. Um, They've been tweaked a few times over the years, Mm -hmm. um, and they applied for um, the 501c3 nonprofit status and and got that um, in 1981. So yeah, their intention was always to be a nonprofit organization and put on festivals and traditional music dances cool so yeah talking a little more about the festival itself before we get into other stuff um as you mentioned if it weren't for the pandemic we'd be in a, the 42nd year this year uh, just celebrated the 40th a couple of years ago that was a that was a blast right. um 
So for folks who haven't, maybe haven't attended the festival before, in your eyes, what, what makes it so special? What makes it different than other, I guess, mostly in, in the UP, other events going on in the UP? What kind of characterizes yeah. the spirit of Hiawatha? Well, the spirit of Hiawatha really is all about traditional music. And so um, people that are not familiar with traditional music are able to come and see um, a variety of different music genres that fit into that category. So you have Irish and Celtic music, Cajun, bluegrass, country, the blues, and so we try and showcase all of those different genres under the umbrella of traditional music um, and uh, give people a little taste of um, that kind of music. Yeah, that's great. So for, uh, for the listeners, um, the festival takes place at Tourist Park uh, every summer. It's the, the third weekend, third full Usually weekend. Usually the third or fourth. Yeah, yes. in mm-hmm. July. Um, and it's very family friendly. They have uh, activities for kids. Um, you know, anything from instrument making to, to kids dancing to um, spiritual services and, and the mornings and dance tents and all, all these incredible acts that come to the area for it. Um, all that said, what's, what's your favorite part or some of your favorite parts about the weekend as a whole? The weekend of the whole, as a whole for me has always been about um, being together with family and friends. And uh, my family's been going since 1987 and we don't miss you know it's it's uh, just something that our kids have grown um, used to coming and now our grandkids are there so that's a big part of it um, the other part of it for me is just being in the presence of all of this beautiful music and hearing um, stories about people's travels and sharing their music and um, just meeting um, people that are like-minded and um, uh, and really just hearing the music just uh, really fills my soul. Yeah, that's great. Um, changing gears a little bit, uh, kind of speaking on that, the pandemic canceling things for this year. So the, the COVID-19 pandemic, it's clearly had a, a huge impact on communities across the country and we're not excluded from that. Um, and arts and culture organizations, specifically, I guess, within the context of this project, is what we're looking at. They've had to adjust uh, on the fly, very much on the fly, come up with unique ways um, to keep their missions going, to keep the communities that they're serving engaged with uh, with the arts. And Hiawatha's been doing, from my point of view, just an excellent job of, of offering these experiences for people, despite not being able to meet in person, um, through things like your Live at the Fold, free virtual concert series. Uh, we had a kickoff party for the Hiawatha Ale, which um, is produced by Black Rocks Brewery every year for the past five years, uh, maybe six years now. Um, and then also planning the My Hiawatha Initiative. So I guess going down the line, uh, let's talk first about Live at the Fold. So that started in mid-May, um, has been going weekly ever since. Mm-hmm. Uh, those happen Thursdays at 7 p.m. They're live streamed on your Facebook page. How did the idea for that come about and how has that been going so far? Well, it didn't take very long for us to look around and see that that was happening. Um, when the live music events started to get shut down, um, it, it was um, very obvious that we could still have live music through you know, Facebook and through other avenues on, on the internet. So um, going along with that, the, um, the board of directors has been um, planning to open up our new venue here which is called the Hiawatha Fold and um, and host more concerts here so that was already on the planning um, 
roster for this year. So we just revised that a little bit in, so that we don't have people here, but we can still bring live music to our followers um, through our Facebook page. And, and, and we've had a couple of remote um, concerts as well, and that's gone well. And so we, we plan on continuing that. We are um, hopefully gonna have some live events here where people can actually come to uh, the fold, but um, unfortunately that's gonna happen sometime in the future. I'm not sure when. Mm -hmm. So um, just wanted to make a point again that these are free, uh, free events. Uh, right. Anyone can tune in on the Hiawatha Facebook page, which we'll link in the description. Um, however, you are taking donations through this. That's I know correct. this is that's a really important uh, factor for the organizations right now is how to support the bottom line through all of it. Right. So how can how can people contribute and support support what you're doing? Right. Well, there's a variety of ways that you can support Hiawatha right now, and and certainly tuning into the live at the Fold concert on Thursday nights is one way. You can make a donation um, during that concert. Um, we also um, want to make sure that we support the musicians. So any donation that's given during the Hiawatha f um, Live at the Fold concert series, we split with the musicians. So half of it goes to Hiawatha and half of it goes to support the musicians. Um, and we also have um, a GoFundMe um, campaign going on right now, and that is a specific um, fundraising campaign to raise money for uh, next year's festival. Um, because our festival was canceled this year, that's our main support um, in income for, for us for the year, and we count on that money to help sustain us and get going on the next year's festival. So we typically need about $15,000 in January to start sending out deposits for the band and deposits for the tents and deposits for the port john So that campaign is going on right now. Um, we also have our Unhiawatha, Unfestival, My Hiawatha campaign going, and that's supported by the t-shirts. So we have um, designed a t-shirt for the Unfestival this year, and those can be purchased online um, and in our office right now. So there's a variety of ways to, to try and support us. Cool. Um, and then, I guess, speaking a little more about uh, the Unfestival and the hashtag My Hiawatha. Um, so... Yeah, I, I guess talk about that because that that's one thing that I think is really unique about, and you were talking about this earlier when you were sharing uh, your favorite part about the festival is um, how it's there's so much family tradition that's become rooted in this kind of event, how people very, very much miss it, how it doesn't mm -hmm. feel like summer without the festival going on. Right. So talk a little more about what the Hashing My Hiawatha initiative is intended yeah. for. So we wanted to people to feel connected the weekend of the festival or the weekend that the festival would have been and so we came up with the hashtag my Hiawatha so that everybody can share what they're doing and um, we can feel that connection during the weekend and we can hear music that people are playing and we can see where they're camping in their yard or what they're doing with their families to kind of emulate being at the festival and um yeah, we're hoping that um, there's going to be some Hiawatha folks um, camping at Tourist Park. So I'm sure there's going to be some live music going on out there just among the campers. And um, we really hope that um, the people that are, you know, um, usually coming to the festival are going to be doing something to make them feel like we're connected. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, anything else you'd, you'd like to share? about 
about what else you have coming up this year yeah, or looking you know, ahead to we, next year? We are um, still tentatively planning on doing our Uber Uke Week. Um, that's an annual thing with Ben Hassinger from um, the Lansing area. And uh, we don't know exactly what that's going to look like. And um, probably if we have to do anything inside, we'll have the social distance protocol in place, um, masks and all that. But um, we are planning that for the week of September 18th. And that's really all the only thing that we have on the, on the books right now that's going to be a, an event that people can choose to attend if they want to. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have our annual membership meeting um, on November 7th. And that will be at the Barrel and Bean. And hopefully we can have that. But again, it might have to be a virtual event, um, you know, if um, the restrictions are still in place. Cool. Yeah. Well, thank you again for sitting down. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming, Tristan. The Hiawatha Music Co-op invites you to tune into their weekly Live at the Fold virtual concert series, live-streamed on their Facebook page every Thursday evening at 7 o'clock p.m. Upcoming performers include the Fiddle Pickers on July 16th, Desmond Hamea on July 23rd, Camilla Amirati on July 30th, Wawiea on August 6th, The Knockabouts on August 13th, Carrie Yost on August 20th, and Ben Hassinger with Jeff Krebs on August 27th. The concerts are free to stream, but please consider supporting the co-op and presenting musicians through a donation. Lastly, be sure to share what you're doing to keep the Hiawatha spirit alive by including hashtag MyHiawatha on any social media posts. Stay creative and stay safe. We'll see you next time.